it's rare that baseball becomes a national story. Baseball's such a local game. And you know, we always joke that all these national radio shows and TV shows, they don't care about baseball. There's, you know, there's a fight they care about baseball. But Fernando Tatis Jr. and the controversy of last night's actually gotten a lot of attention. So I'm sure most people who are listening have heard. But basically last night, the bases were loaded. The count was 3-0. and The Padres were already up in the game 10-3. to And he swung 3-0 and and he hit a grand slam. Right. And they were not entirely thrilled about the situation, to put it nicely. So after he hits that home run, the Texas Rangers and Chris Woodward are clearly upset. So the next hitter, Manny Machado, gets thrown at. All right. Woodward has already been suspended, I think, for a game. The pitcher has already been suspended. And it began this discussion about the unwritten rules in baseball. And if you should be allowed, if it's right, to swing 3-0 and with the game at 10-2 to in the eighth inning. I don't know about you. I'm an old-school baseball fan, but a lot of unwritten rules are some of the dumbest things I've ever heard. And I forget which manager said it, but somebody once said, I'd love to cite who the manager was, but I forgot. That was, I'll promise to stop scoring runs if you promise right. to stop well, scoring runs. Well, Ernie made a good point. We were talking about it off the air. Uh, Ernie, uh, you know, don't throw, him a, don't throw him a meatball. Everybody swings 3-0 these days. I mean, I, everybody does it. I mean, it doesn't matter what the situation is. It doesn't matter who the guy is. They're swinging 3-0. So you know what? Don't throw him a meatball that he can hit out of the ballpark. Yeah, I mean, you know, or, I mean, I, I don't have any great problem with that. I really or don't. Or Jack Flaherty of the Cardinals said it. If you don't like it, don't fall behind three and zero, which is another right. way to look at it. That's right. It's just it's ridiculous to get all upset about it. The Texas Rangers got pounded yesterday. Chris Woodward should be annoyed that his starting pitcher Jordan Lyles got bombed. They should be annoyed that Fernando Tatis Jr., who's becoming one of the stars of baseball, you know, was killing him. That's what you should, you should be annoyed about the fact that you were losing, not yep. about this idea, this fictitious idea. Because the thing about unwritten rules in baseball is sometimes it feels like it's just made up. Right. Sometimes it feels like it's not even real. What makes 10 to 2 the difference? What makes that, or 10 to 3 actually, mm-hmm. what makes that the score where you say enough is enough? And you went on two things, Joe, that you're right on about. Number one, the fact that, hey, just don't throw a fastball 3 and up. Right. Number two, everybody's swinging three and oh. And here's the third thing. And I can say this as a Met fan. I've seen my team blow a seven run lead in the ninth inning. Yeah, well. Well, not quite a seven run lead, but close. Close. Close So this isn't a sport anymore where you could say, oh, it's definitely over. So we gotta no, we're not we're not gonna be aggressive. The game is not over. There's no clock in baseball. You pound your opponent until the game is over, until finally twenty seven outs are recorded. So to me, Fernando Tatis Jr. did nothing wrong except for one thing, and that's the fact he apologized. That was the problem. Right. What did the heck you apologize? And the Padres basically didn't back him up. That's the other problem. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's you got to back your guy up there. I'm sorry. I, I have no problem with it, man. I really don't. I mean, that's you know everybody swings three, you know, and you know don't don't groove one to the guy. I mean, I'm sorry. What do you want him to do? You know. That's the thing. I mean, well, you're supposed to stop playing baseball now? Yeah. You're supposed to say it's over? And I think the, the Padres manager now is a, they have a new manager. It's that Jace Tingler guy, who I'm not that familiar All right, with. All right. That was one of the guys that uh, the Mets were actually talking about. Right? <laughs> yes. Tingler. But I, I also think that publicly you should take a very different approach than what the San Diego Padres took. And that public approach they took was, oh, forgive me, I have sinned. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, give me, I give look, me a break. I'm not big on that public approach, especially when you have it. <laughs> well, and, and you know also, what I mean, especially when you have it. Just because you know the uh, whatever, whatever you want to say it, the the uh, you know the groundswell, if you will, decides that. Well, that's what you have to do. But I don't think this came from the groundswell. I think this came from the fact that Jace Tingler must have that view of well, you're not supposed to swing three and zero. Yeah, and but if, that you got to defend your guy there. Come on, I, I'm sorry, that's a bad job by them. I, I That's agree. a bad job by the managers. Bad job by San Diego. Give me a break. Yeah. I mean, because now you've got Fernando Tatis Jr. having to apologize. Oh, he's young. He's a free spirit. He doesn't get it. You know, he's going to grow from it. How about you guys grow from right. it? Right. How about you grow into the fact that baseball's different in 2020? Everybody swings 3 and 0. That's number one. And B, no lead is safe. And quite right. frankly, even in 1968, I'd feel that way. The game is over when the game is over. This is not the NBA where there's a clock up there. Right. Where the NFL, where mathematically a game is over. There are times, Joe, in the NFL and in the NBA and the NHL where you could look at the clock and say, right. hey, look, mathematically this no, game's no over. No question. Right. That's right. not the case in baseball. It's a part of why it's the greatest game in the world. It's a part of why I refuse to leave games early, even if it's 15 well, I, to I, 1. I think the other you thing that's know, Joe. Here's the other thing that's at work, too, now which really wasn't in 1968, and that's the money factor. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, they base so much on statistics now, right or wrong. I mean, so much yes. is based on that. You you know, you you got to be thinking that way too. Hey, you know what? Let me, you know, I got a chance to get four RBIs here, hit a grand slam. You know, that's that's boosting my value. I mean, I, and I think that, that that's a big part of the mindset in baseball in 2020 in, yeah, sure. in the modern era that you didn't have, you know, 50-something years ago. Well, and look, stats matter. You know, it was interesting, right. and I, I'm no not. Question. I'm not accusing Robbie Cano of lying by any stretch, but I watched a, a video clip. I think SNY tweeted it out of Robbie Cano. He was asked about you know guys hitting 400 and paying attention to stats, and Robbie said, "You, you don't have to believe him," but he said, "I never pay attention to stats. I, I I watch MLB Network. I turn it on. I see stats. I I pay no attention to it. And if that's true, I think he's in the minority. Right. If that's Probably. true." That he doesn't pay attention to. Him. Look, I'll, I'll never forget. You know, and I love the guy. You know, I love David Wright. I love him. Okay, he's one of my all-time favorite players. Nothing but love for David. Okay, and you remember when we were in L.A.? Was it L.A.? Yeah, yeah. No, it was in, I think it was in Anaheim. Was it Anaheim? He got fired. Yeah. And we go out on the field, and I, I think I said to David something to the effect, "Oh yeah, you know, you got 50 RBIs," and he goes, "No, I got 51." <laughs> and I, I know. And, that, like, I, and I will never forget that. And it like resonated with me. Wow. I mean, you know, I mean, God, I mean, he right to the right. So these guys, I, I, pro, I find it hard to believe that Robbie Cano doesn't really know what his stats are. Well, because maybe, I think all these guys know what their hey, stats are. Maybe he has a different approach. But maybe. I think even if that is approach, I think he's in the minority. Right. The other Definitely. thing I wonder about, and this also kind of annoyed me about Tingler not defending his guy, is the fact that he used to work for the Texas Rangers and he used to work for Chris Woodward. And that maybe because of that relationship, he didn't want to kind of create a war between him and his former team. But you know what? Your loyalty needs to be with the new team. Right. And I got news for Jace Tingler. If he's going to be around for a very long time in San Diego, the face of his team is going to be Fernando Tatis Jr. Because yeah. he's a stud. Look, I, and he's I, a star. And I, I felt bad for that kid having a grovel like he made some job. big mistake. Look, he enough, didn't make some big mistake. You know what? There's enough apologizing that goes on in this world as it is. Uh, that kind of thing really uh, – yeah, I, I, I don't, uh, you know, I'm, I'm bothered by that, to be honest with you. How well, San I Diego feel bad for him, though, Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, him. But I'm, I'm saying I'm bothered by how San Diego handled it, that they didn't back their guy up. I want my guy backed up. 
right? Because that, because you've got Trevor Bauer. If that happened with the Mets, I want my guy backed up by by you know Luis Rojas back hundred percent. You know this is it. You know we you know don't don't throw the ball down the middle. Too bad. Yeah. Challenge the other team and right. say, you know what? You're down 10-3. That's your problem. My problem right. is we need to score a lot of runs. We need to win. I don't know if we're gonna, right. our bullpen's going to blow it. Look, last night, I'm not saying the Mets were going to blow the game, but when the Marlins have the bases loaded and they have one out, even though the score at the time is like 11-2, aren't you glad you got those extra runs? Aren't you glad they drove in an extra run in the ninth sure. inning? Of course. You never know when enough is enough. It's just, it's this thought that really needs to go away. This idea, oh, you're not allowed to do that. That's you. You're not allowed to swing three and zero right. because it's right. a seven run game. Well, what's the cutoff? Can you explain everything right. to me now? What's the cutoff? If you're up twenty, that I guess that's uh, maybe, maybe that's it. When it's twenty, that's the cutoff. I'm, I'm totally with Tatis here, and, and it's unfortunate that he's that they were forced to apologize. That's I don't like that at all. That's a bad job. Trevor Bauer, Jack Flaherty are two pitchers who came out supporting Fernando Tatis Jr. And just in case you don't. You know, want to listen to them because they're modern players for anybody older listening. You know who came out and backed up Fernando Tatis Jr.? Johnny freaking Bench backed up Fernando Tatis Jr. Good job. So I'm glad Good job by that. Johnny Bench. The football season is here, and you can track the latest news, odds, and information at betonline.net. And while stadiums won't be full, game action will be loaded. Which players will step up to lead their team? Is there still a home field advantage? Will offense or defense dominate these early weeks of the season? Follow along at betonline.net as the top teams in football begin their journey to Tampa. Available online or your mobile device. Check out the site today. Bring the game home at betonline.net.